This week, the men are back discussing one of our favorite topics, music. This time, we're talking about cover songs. What makes a great cover song and what misses the mark? We, of course, will you know go into our personal favorites, offer some examples everyone should check out. Um, we're also going to test the limits of our crack research squad because we don't have any misinformation on this show ever. So sit back and enjoy The Men Are Talking. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Men Are Talking. I know you guys have been a, uh, uh, this week, have been a bit uh, overwhelmed, considering I finally got caught up and released uh, three episodes <laughs> this week. One Sunday, one Monday, and one Tuesday. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys had a chance to uh, listen and enjoyed them. Especially the uh, Roddenberry v. Lucas episode, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. So, uh, tonight we are going to start off with a little bit of a business meeting, if you will. Uh, please don't turn it off. <laughs> we're we're going to be discussing uh, uh, cover songs after this. But uh, I'm going to uh, have to... Defer to the president of Trail South, Bill, and he has some interesting information that has come to light this week. So, (laughs) we're just a ragtag team of uh, 'er ne'er-do-wells. How often do we do well? As one comedian said. And uh, the other day, uh, we call our back my back porch trail south in reference to its proximity to the original Spanish trail and the other day I cardinal direction from yes I got in the mail from a bank uh, a offer for a credit card Mm. and it was addressed (laughs) <laughs> With my home address, but not my name, it said Trail South, <laughs> and then my address. I did that. And Larry reminded us that two years ago, during uh, the Troubles, um, he posted on... Uh, I, I, cre- I created the, uh, the location on Google Maps. On, yeah. So they found us, and uh, uh, evidently... The president of U.S. Bank, big listener, uh, <laughs> offered us uh, a 4.75 uh, business interest rate. All we have to do is maintain a daily minimum balance of $10,000. Let's walk around money. So once uh, Ferg uh, becomes uh, Batman, uh, we're going to go ahead and get a card for everybody on the uh, on the on the uh, podcast, but right now we're going to just frame this. <laughs> and, Is that an introductory uh, APR? Yes, that's an introductory APR. Do we get points oh, on the card say at all? That? Miles, points, any cash back? Uh, you know, I didn't read it. I was just, uh, let's see. Uh, they want our firstborn <laughs> deposit 
5,000, we earn 350. Oh, they give you a bonus. If it's a billion, I think they're just going to give us the card and thank us for our. <laughs> I, think I think that's the black card territory right there. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Why does it always have to come down to color? With you? Oh my oh. gosh! No. Anyway. You can get through a lot more doors with a black card. You can. Card. You card. Can. Card. He said card. Yes. Yes. And yes, you can. All right. Um, so. Tonight, like I said, we are discussing cover songs. Uh, you know, are they funny? Are they better than the original? Are they just, is it just weird because you didn't know that was a cover song? Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, but no, uh, no real do it. This is what you're talking about. Right. Um, you can talk any anything about it. And I'm going to, for UPC, I'm going to also open it up to uh, parody. Well, uh, see, I was going to point not, out that not, Weird Al does not cover songs. Right, he right. He parodies songs. Right. Or parodies a style of right. an artist. But, but Richard Cheese does, does cover songs. Yes. Baby got back. Yeah, so does the Mike Flowers Pops. Yes. Uh, they have some great covers. Yes. I would be interested if you want to contemplate, and I know this is a question on the fly, but UPC has some strong brain power. I would be interested because you're a jazz aficionado. Um, if, you know, if you thought there were one or two versions of something that are maybe the best versions, I know that, oh, that's not yeah. technically a cover. Um, because it can be. well, well yes, but I mean, just jazz being a different kind uh, of yeah. When when people like like Cole Porter, Lerner and Lowe, Rogers and Hart, Rogers and Hammerstein, when they write tunes, sure, they're never intended for them to record. Right, right. They write them to be published and used by other musicians, or or, or just played live. So yeah. why did you leave out Kenny G? Because that's not fucking jazz. <laughs> now, now, if you find a, a compact disc or record or cassette uh, under the name of Ken Grolnick, that's jazz. Okay. Which is the person Understood. known yeah. as yeah. Kenny G. We, we figured that out. But Ken Grolnick we also has, have has fucking chops. Mm. Kenny G is a sad, little, pathetic, instrumental pop Mon uh, money grabber. Well, well yeah. it's adult it, contemporary. It worked. Yeah. It worked very so, well. He, 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 he did get some uh, some cash to grab. <laughs> so we are missing a few so. people tonight. So uh, Paul is the beer bitch tonight. Yeah. Well, he's closest he, to he, the height of the. He's <laughs> doctor beer bitch. Doctor beer bitch. <laughs> he doesn't have to bend down as far to get into the mini fridge. Oh, it's so wonderful but having anyway, good friends. Question. Uh, How would you know? I don't, I don't <laughs> nice off the cuff have particular. Uh, I might think of some. Sure. Maybe thirty Just minutes from now, I'll. I'll maybe yeah, your maybe question. one. Well, that that's good because you're not going first. Maybe yeah. one. Yeah, there are two. some classics. What we call yeah, you are. standards uh, that are like yes, the V version. You're of first. Oh, okay. I um, I I I've got to go do a little bit of. Uh, <clears throat> 
deja vu all over again. Um, because that's fitting for covers. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi interrupted before the show started, and um, uh, you know. <laughs> Where she works, they were put on lockdown this week. I called her a hero. She hates it when I do that. I don't think she took out everybody. She did say, as far as covers go, she did say, yippee Mr. Falcone. But, you know, the story, I think it came up during our auto episode when my daughter was in my Nissan Maxima, probably 11 years old, 9 years old, 9 years old. And um, Sting, Every Breath You Take came on, and she looked I, at me and... I believe there are two other guys who would... Uh, oh, was that the police? Yeah, I, who, I, who, I, who I would disagree it. with you. you know, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Ridgely, and, and no. I've heard it both ways. Andrew yeah. Ridgely was in Wham. <laughs> From the guys in the Stuart band. Stuart Copeland and... We'll, uh, we'll wake you up before we go. <laughs> um, but... Uh, she looked up at me and said, oh, somebody redid that P. Diddy song. <laughs> and I I joke, but I came close. I did stop the car. You almost I, hit the uh, eject button, didn't you? That's, had, there, had it been the Batmobile, yeah. <laughs> it was wrong on some level. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. And it was her last breath. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's see. I'm starting out with covers. All right, well, I'm going to start out, and I think Larry remembers this because one night at the trail, Larry and I and our wives sat up uh, there and played the uh, jukebox, and all we played were cover songs. Yep. And I miss those nights. And I remember, you know, Googling on the Magic Google Box uh, <laughs> cover songs, and one popped up that I have loved since the early to mid-70s that was just, it's always been, if it comes on the radio, I'm listening to it. And it's Manfred Mann's Earth Band, mm. oh. Blinded by the Light. Yeah. Oh. Does anybody know who originally did it? I do. Springsteen <laughs> in his... Uh, 1973 album was it Asbury Asbury Park, Ashburn oh, Park. No, well, Asbury Park from, is telling you. It is, but it's something from Asbury Park. I forget. Yeah. The, yeah, live from Asbury Park or something like. Yeah. But anyway, he did it, and then a few years later, Manfred Mann from England, and I don't know if I've ever heard Bruce Spink, Springsteen get well soon. I guess. Um, he just has diarrhea. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's from dysentery. And, uh, <laughs> Terry Crews was nobody, in one of his shows. Nobody, nobody likes Terry <laughs> anyway. Terry. Yeah, on the Oregon Trail. Wow. By the way, if you haven't seen, um, uh, since Gre we're talking covers. Greetings from Asbury Park. Teen Titans Go is a cover of Teen Titans. It is. And they do the Oregon Trail, and they all die of dysentery. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how fitting. But that would be my first one of the night, would be Blinded by the Light. I love the song, the lyrics. Uh, you, don't the, you don't know what they are. I have no idea. I, I know what most of them are. 
Uh, some silicone sister with a manager, Mister, told me I got what it takes. He said, "Oh, Jeremy and Sonny and something strong." Uh, right, we don't have enough rights yeah. to continue. Oh no, yeah, we do. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Manford man's not. That's the third name. verse, no, right? No, but Bruce Springsteen might be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the copyright holder. Yeah. But, he's the one we're worried about. But it's 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 one of those catchy songs, and the guitar solos in it are really good. Yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, it's upbeat. It's psychedelic almost. Yeah, and it, when you were a kid, you thought that they were saying a word. A dude, like it's, it's. I was yeah. about to point out, it's one of those songs that would be in the book. Um, There's a bathroom on the right. Yeah, uh, yeah. misheard lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that's one of that's the classic songs. But yeah, yeah. That's not this Excuse episode. me. Well, I but yeah, when I found out that that was a cover, I was like, no, I, I didn't uh, lose any respect for Manfred Mann oh, and no, his no. Earth Band. Um, no, but because I was surprised. I, I, I was kind of surprised that Bruce Springsteen could write that. Well, I actually think that it is a testament to them and their version that that's the version everyone knows. Correct. Yeah, Nobody knows Bruce yeah, Springsteen's version. No. Absolutely. Now we're going to get a bunch of hate mail from uh, uh, New Jersey. But <laughs> nobody, nobody else knows. <laughs> wow! Hey, whoa! Nobody, nobody else knows. It's a suicide. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, and, and it's, I'm with you all the way. And the other cool thing for Man for Man, very briefly, was that was actually when you could sell records. So they made a recording and they made money, and Bruce made money, and he gets money every time he plays on the radio, and that's and that's a beautiful thing. And also, ironically to me, because I think. I don't love Bruce's voice, but he's a great rock singer. and But a lot of the time I can't understand what he says. However, in his version, I can understand him. But in Man for Man's, who's English, it's harder for me to understand. And that's a great irony because it's usually the other way like around. Watching Lufer. That's right. As Eddie Izzard said, uh, America and England are two countries separated by the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Excellent. Well played. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. All right, so that's my first one. Nice. My first round. Okay. All right. Let's go with uh, Paul next. Okay, this is... Uh, Paul next. I actually... Um, oh, sorry. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Beer Paul Bitch. next? Dr. Beerbitch. Dr. Beerbitch Paul next? I need a beer stat. <laughs> wow. Can we make an acronym out of that? We can. Okay. Let's work on that. Um, so the uh, cover tunes are um, something that I um, uh, have a love-hate relationship with. Uh, that acronym did not work out. Yep, sorry. <laughs> just just, just okay. so you know, any time an acronym contains D. I I thought we might be, be able to we, get... Uh, oh, no, that's we, a good point. No, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, we have, we I have was, to stop. Yeah, no, okay. That's okay. All right. This is a family show. <laughs> Fuck! Damn straight. <laughs> Good lord. So, um, the the thing is, I think I think trying to cover someone's record is a great tribute to them, but or or if you're a songwriter, their song, um, or a combination. But for me, the idea is uh, transform it in some way, make it your own in some way. Now, there is a copyright issue here, by the way. Not to get all technical. If you want to make a version of, of someone's composition, you can only change it so much. So if you're going to go way off the rails, then you need to talk to the songwriter. Otherwise, in the United States, 
it's completely legal for you to take any song that is in the in, in the public that's been that's been published that's been sold and make a cover of it but what what boggles my mind is when people make covers and there's nothing different really about the song except someone else is singing it I know people do that for money I'm sure if I could sing I would just do it for money too but um but but the first one that I'll mention because I think it's really excellent is um, um, the Kinks have this wonderful song called You Really Got Me, and they do a great version of it. And their version, because of when it was made, is it's rocking, but it's rocking in a different way. And then Van Halen does it, and they do it in the way Van Halen would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's different enough, and it's enjoyable enough that what I don't think of when I hear that version is the Kinks version, right? I, I know the Kinks wrote it. Um, but they've changed it enough, and and, and that sounds authentically Van Halen. Bingo! Right, it sounds right. Sound. It sounds right. It sounds like sound that they have. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It sounds like yeah. their. It sounds like it's their tune. Yeah. Um, but it, it, and so I did a lot of covers actually. Right, and just yeah. just a brief counter, like um, Colleen Minogue, who was uh, I think she was an actress oh. first, and then she was a pop singer. She, yeah, she did a remake of The Locomotion, and there's nothing different about it. In fact, it's very poppy. Um, uh, actually, um, uh, uh, Carole King wrote that song, and then probably the, the, the best-known version in the United States was the um, Grand Funk Railroad cover of it, but then Kylie Minogue did it, and of course it was a pop. It was a, it was a hit on MTV and all that kind of stuff. But, but as, as far as me thinking, wow, Here's somebody the diversion of a song, that Van Halen version compared to you know the Kylie Minogue bit uh, is is sort of the difference for me. Were you going to ask me a question, sir? Uh, no, actually, I was going to say that one of my favorite one one of my uh, yes uh, yeah, Use your yeah. Words. Larry's, <laughs> Larry's miming something. Right, He's, time hacks so we can cut we're, this we're silence like, out. Yeah, he looks yeah, like, no, no. But, We're not playing but, charades, but he knows that. Yeah, but one one of the things that I think makes a great cover is you you know who did it. They made it their own, mm-hmm. but you also know who originally did it, right? Because they kept enough to where they kept the integrity of the song, but still made it their own. Indeed. And a bad example would be a, a few years ago somebody covered Blue Monday. I knew order. I don't know who did that. Uh, was, orgy, but it was too much like the original. And there right. was another. Uh, what was the other one that I think it was like either Gwen Stefani or No Doubt. Oh, it was Gwen Stefani. And, and it's my life. Yeah, it's my life, and it's, it's exactly the yeah. same song, and yet it was talk. It's, it's a talk talk song. Yeah, and it was marketed to uh, a younger cohort whose parents <laughs> had the talk talk fucking LP in their record collection and Gwen Stefani made a mint off of it but it was just a straight up copy I couldn't agree with you more William well, uh, since we're on this topic um, when my when my son got married hi Jared hey Jer um, when my son got married and I know this is not a traditional first dance song uh, you got to realize he had lived in up in Boone, North Carolina, and really only had AM radio and became a very big fan of folk and bluegrass and that sort of thing. 
and before the frat boys took it over, uh, Wagon Wheel, which is not a cover of... Who wrote the... Neil Young. Neil Young. He never finished it. They right. bought it, finished it. That was the first song that he and his wife danced to at their wedding. And my That's son... Weird. Yeah, I know. It has nothing to do with the wedding. It had to do with them, where they were from, their roots. And he loved They're the from song. Pensacola. But they... <laughs> her family's from up there. Her grandmother lived... They're hillbillies. ...up in the mountains of Boone. and, um, But... He loved the song. It was one of his favorite songs. And then, a cover of that, forget the whole frat boys took that song over, forget that part of it. I don't it. even know what song you're talking about. Wagon Wheel. Yeah, okay. It's okay. Well, and it's a great video, it's a great song, great voices, great instruments. It's a really good song. Darius Rucker, in his country persona, not Hootie and the Blowfish, redid Wagon Wheel. He didn't change a damn thing. He basically listened to Old Crow Medicine Show and went, I'm going to sing that, and sang it exactly the same way they sang it, the same tempo, maybe a little bit different, not so much instruments, but there's violin and all that. And was violence in there? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like the Lawrence Welk show. Why I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. Too much too violence. Much, too much sax and violence. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but, uh, but my son came wow. down to visit, and he was just fit to be tied because he's like, "Fuck Darius Rucker," and 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 I was like, "What? That's a great song." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, but it's the exact same." He didn't do anything, and he's making millions of dollars. And I saw him perform it live, and it was good. I would have much rather seen Old Crow Medicine Show perform it. Although, uh, what, I'm sure that uh, Dr. Paul can uh, attest to, uh -oh. uh, Neil Young and Old Crow Medicine Show, as writers, uh, are making way more money off of that song than Darius Rucker. Completely understand. <laughs> These days that's probably and true. just to wrap it up real quick. Sure. Um, well, two, two quick things. No time, One, be brief. The, uh, <laughs> you already had your turn. <laughs> yeah, but this is just No, expanding. this is fantastic. Um, yeah. What you said about the Kinks, song, the kinks and, and yeah, yeah I, that, I, it, that, for a second I had to stop and go, wait, shit, that's the same freaking song. Yeah. And it really, and I'm like, oh, God, that's the same damn song. <laughs> I know both songs. I like both yeah. songs. Yeah. But the whole thing about writers making the money, I was at a business <laughs> convention, and the and I can't think of her name, but the woman who sings Harper Valley PTA. Um, um, yeah. Barbara. Oof. Anyway, whatever her name was, she was there singing, and everybody was, and she was like, man, I wish I'd have written this. The one-hit wonder for her. And... It was at that point in time in my life, I was probably 22, 23, that I realized and learned, oh, it's a songwriter mm -hmm. that's making the bucks. Yeah. You're just performing his art. Yeah. Uh, Jean, Jean, our, our crack research team has done a little bit of work. Jeannie C. Riley was Harper Valley Beats PTA. And by the way, I stand corrected, it was 
no doubt recorded that cover to promote their greatest hits album. Yeah, no doubt. So no, no doubt. No, so it's, 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 if their greatest hits, that, yeah, right, which right. is ironic. Cover. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. So they so they put out a greatest yeah. hits and then put a new quote new yeah. song on it that was a new song. Yeah. Um, and I then uh, we can agree they can fight yeah, all the way out. And I forget, <laughs> and I forget, I forget his first name, but his yeah, last name, right? It's his last name's Canal. The guy, the, yeah. the guy, the real mastermind in that I've band. Yeah, that but, 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 but <laughs> she broke Gavin Rossdale's heart. Well, so just, just that's, for the record, that's an I impressive think feat. Officially, literally the worst song for the first dance at a um, wedding mm-hmm. is Donna Summer's Last Dance. Uh, I agree. <laughs> it's in the name. I, I have it on a forty-five. I completely Without, agree. Yeah. It's it's a fun. I, I, think that's I have a question. Yes. Is bodies the B side of "It's Raining Men"? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It should be. It should be. By the way, just just to qualify briefly, the 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 big the big money makers generally with with records being made and and it's changed because we have streaming services are uh, are the yeah it's like you you, you heard it here first wait tell me about these streams <laughs> <laughs> these, these are a thing right are the so you you have two general sets of you have two right sets of rights generally in the united states you have composers or whoever wrote the song and you have the recording rights and record companies usually when they gave out contracts for records they would try to retain as much of that right as possible. Uh, if you're a big deal, you probably split it 50-50 with the record company. But the record company would try and get 80, 85, 90%. Um, and so so the people that are making money is the company rather than an individual who created anything and the songwriter. So the artist generally made very little money. Write a paper on now, it. <laughs> now, did, it's a great idea. Is this part of the impetus you of that? You could probably get a PhD. <laughs> The indie record label movement in the late '90s, early 2000s, in order to kind of break that mold, so that the the oh. record label was more of like a co-op. Right, the, 80, the right the '80s too. That's where and, and they went with you know the college music idea. Yeah. It's like if you if you're gonna do your own stuff and promote it yourself, well, if you go to colleges, you can get kids to show up. Yeah. But you forgot. Yes. In America, we wear sleeveless shirts. Forgot about what the right to bear arms. I'm sorry. Whoa. I forgot about. You know, you know what you both? You know what you both forgot about? Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> that's fantastical. Um, Damn right. But that's my first stab Damn. there. All right. So I'm gonna go uh, with my first stab, which is actually a twofer. Okay. Nobody saw that coming. No. Not at all. All right. So and I'm going to get this, to hear it both ways. This, well, this this is one of my favorite, and I know it goes against what I said about taking a song and making it your own. But this is one of my favorite things that happened during during the dark times, <laughs> uh, which was uh, the band Weezer, the, the Carter came era. out with an album of nothing but covers, the Aqua. Yeah, and they came out their the first hit if you will, off the song, was Africa, cover of Toto. Oh, God. And it was almost note for note, yep. the song. Now, they uh, had a strategy. Yeah, but, well, they did have a, a, no, because a lot of people give them shit. Sure. Uh, and, and they basically did every genre of music 
and showed that they could do it. That okay, they so could play you, it. You, I have, oh, my mind has been blown right now for a second because oh, Weezer, this is when? Like during the COVID period? Yes. Yeah. They're the ones responsible for all these Gen Zers wanting to listen to Africa in the jukebox? Yes. I love Africa. I don't. Like, it's one of the worst Toto songs ever. First of all, no. But no. let me continue. <laughs> Please continue. All right. So, they release it. It's a big hit. Everyone loves it. All the Gen Zers. Fuck them. And millennials and everyone else all love it. Think it's think it's amazing. Boomers. And uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's some boomers who like it too. Uh, I know that I know some Gen Xers who uh, thought it was pretty cool. Uh, but the ultimate ultimate response to someone recording your song note for note and doing a really good job note for note making your song is you. Get sued? No. You record one of their songs, note for note. And Toto came out with their cover of Ashpipe by Weezer, <laughs> which is freaking amazing. Mm. They fucking killed it. I mean, incredible. And they're if, old. If you're ever at the trail when I play Weezer version of Africa... Know that Hashpipe is next. I'm not familiar with the tune Hashpipe at all. I don't, I don't it, know. It, well, we can't play it on the air, but uh, I will. Uh, <laughs> we get that credit card. We can't. Yeah, that's right. Oh, 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 oh. We'll just pay oh. just like a radio station. We'll just pay a blanket license to ASCAP and BMI, and we can just do whatever the fuck we want. Okay, Boom. we're in. Apparently, apparently, yeah. UPC is going to take care of that. Apparently, UPC is going to take care of that during the week. <laughs> so, our uh, t- just to add on to that from our our crack research team, and by the way, our crack research team does not do crack. They're strictly Adderall. Correct. Yeah, and and what they did is rushed we- up and snorted off the back of a toilet. Right. What Weezer did in the in, back. In t- yeah. <laughs> the tank. Okay. It's flat, I hear. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Weezer, what Weezer did was they released the Teal album, which is the cover album. Correct. Five oh, weeks. I said Aqua. Yeah. No, they did, yeah, but it's, it's, I've heard it both ways. And then, and then, but five weeks later, they released the Black album, which is their stuff. Yeah. So there was there was clearly an intention behind yes. doing the cover stuff. Like you know, we could do some of this, yeah. but but we do our thing. Yeah. And and that's an entirely different approach than. I'm going to try to get on the back of something else to yeah. get over. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they they do a cover of Scrubs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. really good. Cool. And they're very good. Are you the TLC Yes. <laughs> Toto covered Scrubs? No. Yes. No. Oh. Uh, Weezer covered Scrubs. And did, a, did an up. amazing job. <laughs> That's quite excellent. Uh, it, and... If you're interested in that kind of thing, check out the uh, Deftones mm. cover of uh, Sade. Oh, I don't oh, think I know it. All right. Oh, I'm going to see you do that, and I'm going to raise you Well, you have Revco. a two-parter, right? That was my two-parter. Oh, okay. I'm going to raise you Revco. Oh. Do you think I'm sexy? Oh, no. so good. The revolting cock. So good. <laughs> do you think I'm sexy? It really is good. Which is, by the way, the best uh, Rod Stewart song ever. Okay. Young because it's very good. it's very tongue in cheek. Well, that and uh, handbags and glad rags. Okay. Uh, that one is. But yes, yeah, yeah. Do you think I'm sexy? Is is, is was yeah. was a 
very tongue-in-cheek thing. Yeah, but and, it's actually a but, good song on its own well, merits and, and, as and, a disco. And apparently Heidi <laughs> said yes. Yeah. Car- <laughs> Carmen Apathy on drums. Yeah. But go ahead. Indeed. He's a good oh, yeah, drummer. that's right. I forgot about right. that. Um, yeah, awesome. But Revco, Revco and, oh, By God 20 did Like a Prayer. Madonna's Like a Prayer. And that one is amazing as well. Very nice. Oh, yeah. It is, it's super uh, kind of goth industrial. And it's not that in any fit. way, it's not dreamy like, like a Madonna's version. It is kind of threatening. <laughs> shall, we, okay. shall we take UPC's mentions of covers as a segue into his mentions of covers? Yes, okay. it is his turn. That's fantastic. To, uh, well, that would be... You're going to do one. Okay, well... <laughs> or two. First of all, you've got... You have covers that are intended to be kind of fun and cute or silly. You know, your, your Richard Cheese stuff. Right. Um, Lounge against uh, Paul, the machine. What was it? Paul Anka did a whole album of uh, covers in the, but with better orchestration than Richard Cheese. Um, you got um, the Mike Flowers Pops, which is a British band. Their shit was never really released in the United States, and I'm still pissed off. Mike, I bought a CD in England of Mike Flowers Pops. It was never released in America, and that shit got stolen out of my car. 20 years ago, and so you know they broke why? into my car and stole my CDs and my CD player. And you my know what? Oh, and they probably threw it away. They're like, what the yeah, fuck is this? What is this? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you've got that they stuff. Threw all and I do, away. I very much enjoy the the novelty covers. Pupini Sisters is another group. They they sound, they're a close harmony, three girls, like the Andrews Sisters in the right. 40s. Right. And they do covers. Um, Almost a cappella with minimal, you know, maybe a little bass and drum. Nice. Kind with of backing or songs. But they'll do, yeah, they'll do all kinds of stuff. They're very funny. Um, that's one segment of covers, which, I'm sorry, if you don't like that. Which I'm covering next. You. Those are the best. <laughs> which I'm covering next. That, now, that's my next. Uh, you've got covers that are intended to be kind of serious. We've already mentioned Van Halen. They have several covers. You know, you got the uh, 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 Pretty Woman. Right, not my favorite, uh, but yeah. But their their it's version of it is it's it's different than um, and it's cl- and it's uh, Van Halen canon name with the glasses. Roy Orbison. Thanks, thank you. Yeah, um, and then of course David Lee Roth when he left Van Halen did California Girls and yeah things just like that. Just a gigolo. Yeah, just a gigolo. Uh, that's a great one. Um, so you've got those, and I do appreciate when people own it and they use their musical style yeah. to take this song, especially when it's written four decades prior. That's the best. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and completely. Yeah. And so I'm going to I'm going to name the best <laughs> artist for those kinds of owning a cover. It's Klaus Nomi. Oh, Klaus Nomi. Klaus really? Nomi. Yeah. Klaus Nomi, uh, probably 75% of his recordings were covers. And they were covers of songs from the 50s. He did The Twist, Chubby Checker's The Twist. He did You Don't Own Me, which was uh, uh, Leslie Gore. Yeah. Mm. He did uh, Simple Man, not the, what's that? Skinner one. R- no, no. Skinner. No, no. The other, the old one, it, totally different lyrics. Oh, okay. Because I'm a simple man. Oh, I don't know it. Yeah. 
Um, lightning strikes. That, 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 that sounds like Monty Python. Lightning like strikes. Uh, these are old like boogie woogie tunes from the fifties. You know things that people would shag dance to and stuff. You know, in in, in you mean the only Carolina. way to dance? Now were right. these? Now I'm not. But then he's doing it in this very operatic way, and it's. Uh, but in English. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I do see yeah. Klaus Nomi and Klaus, Klaus Nomi, and I didn't know Klaus. Know Klaus. Nomi? I don't. Am I the? Do you know Klaus? Nomi? No. Oh my goodness! No, yeah, you're the only well, one. Right. You apparently have been keeping this to yourself. So Klaus but Nomi. Africa sucks. So Klaus Nomi is. <laughs> guy built a tribute right. to it in the desert. Klaus Nomi but died. Sucks. He died of AIDS. Oh, in that's the, very sad. Uh, late '80s. He was a gay man. He immigrated from, uh, I believe, Eastern Germany. Grew up during uh, the end of World War II. The '50s, more than immigrated and became a fixture in this underground kind of Andy Warhol, David Bowie, New York mm. thing in the 70s and early 80s. Gotcha. Um, and he only recorded like three albums um, and plus a few just individual singles or whatever. But he was more of a, a character. He was a, a part of that avant-garde art Very scene much so. Or whatever. Uh, but his... Versions of these songs are just amazing. Um, anyway, that's my top cover artist that isn't meant to be just silly, fun stuff. Now, there is a lot of tongue-in-cheek kiss because a lot of the tunes that he covers are very heteronormative. Like, every boy wants a girl he right. can trust to the very end. And it's, and it's about, like, these 50s love songs or whatever, right. courtship songs, but... But the video for the song is like he's hanging out in front of a, a time, Times Square pre-Giuliani where it's nothing but like dildos and peep shows and stuff. And he's, and he's like hanging out with the, the gays. Before Disney? Yeah. yeah. Well, just yeah. A, a quick follow on there because um, it's kind of sad that um, uh, band Prodigy, uh, the lead singer Keith Flint, who sadly yeah. you know, passed away. If you look at Keith Flint's look... And you look up Klaus Nomi. Mm -hmm. It's he may he may have oh, been borrowing some. He was very very Kla Klaus was ahead of his time, and Klaus passed away actually in '83. Yeah, very influential, but still to this day kind of niche and sure. and avant garde. But is Klaus is, Nomi is amazing, and the jukebox of the trail for I've looked like maybe once a month for 10 years never had a Klaus Nomi tune in there is, is he the fish on American Dad no that's a different Klaus different yeah. Klaus yeah, yeah he, was a, he was an Olympic skier yeah. right for uh, Russia yeah for and then Germany. the alien is Paul Lind yes yeah yeah, yeah. Roger. we all got that okay. alright um, so we're gonna go to Bill for his next alright um, so you guys have probably heard the name Bonnie Raitt. Never heard of it. Okay. So let me, uh, she's no Klaus Nomi. Uh, um, she said one time that no song that she has ever sung had a greater impact on her audience's lives than, can you, can you guess, have any, any idea? Um, I don't know shit about Bonnie Raitt. That, that she performed? Yeah. I was going to say, um, I, don't like I was, I, I can't make you love me. It's not. Okay. It's actually Angel from Montgomery. Oh, okay. That makes perfect sense. 
and she did not write it or originally sing it. John Prine mm -hmm. wrote it okay. and sang it. Okay. Ah, you got UPC. Oh, we got Prine and Randy Newman, the dynamic <laughs> and, duo. And John of Prine clever songwriting. made, and, and I didn't, I, I feel horrible. Uh, I mean, I don't wake up and, you know, think about Harry Carey. Uh, why would I think about the Cubs? Yeah. Uh, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'd be delicious. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 I wish that I would have discovered John Prine. When you were near Prime? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> years before I did because he, he passed away. Uh, you know, it wasn't my fault, but I mean, he passed away a few years after I discovered him. The jury's still out on that one. You didn't mask up, Bill. <laughs> and uh, he has become one of my favorite singers, and I have really gone that route of folk music and... Uh, don't, don't say that. What would you call it? I don't. As long I, as you I would call, call it country, because there's a fucking element. Um, it, but, okay, but it's folk but, music, bluegrass. Okay, old. but if you say it's folk music, that's going to be the excuse for Heidi to play folk music when we're trying to farkle. Because uh, <laughs> uh, then she goes, sucks. she goes, you said on the podcast you like folk music. She doesn't listen. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah, on a, that's right. Yeah, we established Heidi has no black eyes. Yeah, so she's but, a listener. Uh, yeah, so um, he actually wrote and performed that song. Bonnie Raitt then did it. Uh, another one in the same genre of, and this is I I I believe it's pronounced Genry. Gamery. It's singer-songwriter. How about that? <laughs> okay. That's the genre. Singer-songwriter. You got he Chris Christopherson. Again, John it's Henry. Randy yeah. You sound stupid uh, saying John. Uh, All right. uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, singer-songwriter. Yeah, singer-songwriter. Carol King. That's what John Prime was, you know, uh, you know, Clay Pigeons, you know, but th we're talking about uh, covers. So... Uh, another one, though, of a guy who actually started out as a rock singer, uh, Colin Hay. Yeah. Uh, and has, and by the way, I check every few months on the AMI jukebox <laughs> for his shit, and it's none of it's there. there. Yeah. And uh, he a does a song, um, and I, you probably, you guys probably will know who originally did this. I did not, not a fan of theirs, but it's a song called the Norwe Norwegian Wood. This oh, bird yeah. will fly. Yeah, yeah. The, Beatles. the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. And he does a very, and I don't know their, I think I've heard their version of it one time. I think I've heard their version of it one time. I've heard it a million times. His it's a great song. is very dulcic. Uh, for if that's a word, no, it's not. It's you just not. made it up. It is now. It, 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 in other words, there's a guitar. Played on a dulcimer. It, there might be a dulcimer in it. Yeah. Every, 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 everyone, make it a word. <laughs> Apparently, if we say it enough, yeah, 100%. Uh, the Oxford Dictionary will add it. 
I'm not trying to be or at least urban dictionary. Uh, I'm not trying to be pejorative. Uh, but uh, as I was told today on a video yeah, well, that I was pejorative. Or pedantic. Um, yeah. But uh, that song, Norwegian Wood, or I think the other two title is uh, This Bird Will Fly or something like that. Just, just, just Norwegian just Wood. Norwegian, Norwegian, Norwegian it's Wood. It's the most jazz covered Beatles song ever. Is really? Norwegian Wood. Well, that his is. Uh, Lovely Rita Meter Maid is the second one, which is kind of. I bad. would put that in the. In, because I like that artist so much, and I listen to Pandora, uh, uh, I also listen to the Pandorica opening, uh, which is totally <laughs> oh, different. Actually, I have to correct myself. It's not Lovely Rita. It's um, uh, Eleanor Rigby is the other jazz-covered Beatles song. Okay. Norwegian Wood and Eleanor, Eleanor Rigby yeah, have hundreds of jazz Wood and covers of them. His is just very, and I know the original is as well, but his is so laid back, just quiet. Um, and and if it comes on on the, I listen to the Colin Hay Pandora station all the time, and it's a favorite of theirs or of mine, and so I get to hear it a lot. And uh, but between you thumbs up it, I d actually don't because oh. uh, I'm working and it's in the background, um, and uh, and that way my mother-in-law doesn't talk to me because she thinks I'm on a phone call because uh, I got my earbuds in, <laughs> and uh, but that and the John John Prine and the fact that so many people have taken his songs that he you know as a singer-songwriter and covered them. And then over the last few years, he went, shit, I should be singing this stuff. I'm pretty good. <laughs> and I can make even more money. And when he gets up, it's really cool if you ever see one of his concerts. I mean, it'd be a video now because he died. Right. But um, uh, that would be weird. It would be um, weird. <clears throat> <laughs> stiff competition. <laughs> He's actually uh, on, he may be the First episode of Austin Austin City, Limits. City Limits could be. I think he's very, the first very possibly episode could of that. Be. Wow. But he's on at least three of them. But he um, he doesn't like if the song is three and a half minutes long. When you watch the video on YouTube, it's seven minutes long because he tells the story of the song, then, or tells the story of singing the song, or writing the song, or whatever. But those are just two that I think both of them, I, I, I actually think the John Prine is better than the Bonnie Raitt, but I think the Colin Hay, sorry Beatles fans, is my, personally my favorite of the two. And obviously I've heard the Colin Hay one a right. hundred times more. Right. All right, well I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Okay. Oh, you have, you have, crack, you have right, crack, crack research team. Oh yeah. Um, so Damn, no, they are spot on tonight. They are really <laughs> good. They're really good. Um, so we're so, not paying them enough. No, they're really no, and and they'll get nothing and like it. The um, song Norwegian Wood is on Rubber Soul. It was it's a Lennon and McCartney. Oh uh, really? Yeah, and and I know Lennon sings it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's a Lennon McCartney duo. Yeah, I thought it was a Harrison thing. No, no, there, there are, there are oh, two songs on Rubber Soul. Nelson Harrison was wrote. the first Austin City Limits. That, that makes sense. Great minds. Larry, what do you got? All right, all right. 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not the one no, you're thinking not that of. One? Not yet. I hope it's the other one I'm thinking. It's not. Well, it might be. <laughs> it might be. Um, all right. So, uh, uh, one of uh, my favorite covers ever, mostly because in high school, a uh, uh, friend and I, we decided we were going to start a band. Uh, didn't we my, all? My, well, my friend never never actually learned to play an instrument, so it didn't happen. Oh, so it was a punk but, band. But we did come we we did come up with uh, with our first song, which was going to be a cover song. Of course, but it was going to be songwriters. But it was going to be done as a uh, uh, very heavy uh, industrial version mm. of a beloved '80s new wave song. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be a cover of Tainted Love. Mm. Mm. Well. And you realize you didn't have any of the electronic instrumentation. Well, no. All we had was my bass, and that doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, So, uh, but what what did happen was Marilyn Manson covered Tainted Love exactly the way we were going to. So it got done. You should, it's okay. You shouldn't have it's posted fine. your version on AOL. It, 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 it's fine. <laughs> copyright. It's fine. It got done. But so, yeah. So it's a cover. Oh, I'm sorry. It was industrial. You shouldn't have posted it yeah. on Prodigy. <laughs> it was on CompuServe. Thank you very much. Um, so uh, yeah. So it was a cover of Soft Cell. Come to find out, which uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, people may not know, yes. may not know, uh, Soft Cell's Tainted Love is a cover. Yeah. Well, yes. It is. A, it's a cover of two songs, actually. The full version. No. It it it's, it's flows into correct. Uh, the Supreme. Right, yeah. right. 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 Uh, but in 1964, Gloria Jones recorded yeah. Tainted Love. It is not the same, but it's the same song. By the way, Soft Cell did an awesome job Absolutely. of keeping the integrity of that song, but making it their own. And Marilyn Manson did a great job of keeping the integrity of that song and making it their own. They both pulled it off amazingly. I've heard her version. But, uh, but yeah, which is but what it's what awesome. Soft Cell did that the original didn't is it really was evocative of the taint. I Correct. really, I could smell the taint, Correct. I could see the taint. Correct. You could feel the taint. I could feel it. It yeah. was, it, yeah. it had that depth and breadth yeah. of the taint uh, that the original just really couldn't capture. Couldn't agree more. And oh. I just taint right. <laughs> taint the pooter nor the cooter. And I, I don't understand what's wrong with kids these days. Don't like taint. Well, no, no, they call it thigh gap now. It's no longer no, taint. Yeah, that's a, I thought that that's was a different thing. thing. Oh, that was a different oh, really? thing, but I would be okay. really happy to talk about it. It's a connoisseur of really skinny women. What, what do you thigh gap is when a woman is standing uh, with her legs and knees together, yeah. but you can see daylight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you looking her at? Thighs. Her penis hanging. Wow. <laughs> That's thigh gap. Wow. So, Larry, you mentioned that you and your buddy were going to start a band. Yes. And I just had a thought for what our photo 
should be for <laughs> this week's. All right, we're doing it. Episode. We're doing it. No. no, no. Larry no. and I uh, take a picture of something random and make it. Make it no. No. Oh, no, no, no. It's a picture no. that we that so we. Larry and I. Larry and oh. I started oh, a band. Oh, the album cover picture. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's the name of the we took a photo outside Elizabeth's restaurant. Highly recommend. Oh, for brunch and no. breakfast. Go. Go. It's worth the wait. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. You'll be waiting an hour, uh, and every two, person two. who walks out of there will be screaming, "It's worth it!" And where is that located? In New in Orleans. Orleans. There you go. Yeah. Where we'll be next weekend. Dun dun yeah. dun. But we won't be going to Elizabeth's. Probably not. Because somebody has to be home by noon for football. Somebody has to be home by one. Is that restaurant D&D? named after no. the Fred oh, Sanford heart attack? Oh. Like we don't have Elizabeth. I'm coming to you see. You said it. you had to. Oh, we can eat. No, we're good. We'll talk about. We'll All talk right. Out, out, we'll, out. we'll talk okay, off the air. Real quick. So Larry and I, we have a black and white photo of Larry and I standing in front of uh, Elizabeth's, and it's the art. It's the album cover for uh, the second album that's going to be put out by our band, Waning Gibbous. Um, all we Wayne need now. Gibbous is to write our first album and then the second album. But well, other than that, we no, no. have the artwork. Well, and, 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 we have and, the artwork for the second album. And a record label. The first album. And a drummer. We the need first drummer. album should be called Greatest Hits and it's ten covers. <laughs> the second it's album. It's not our greatest is, hits. It's yeah, other people's. Yeah, it's called Greatest oh, Hits. Oh, yeah, no. That, and that's just nothing. It's ten tracks, all their covers. I, I, everyone... Keep an eye on your Spotify for yeah. Wayne and Gibbous. You should have paid attention in Earth Science. <laughs> yeah. Google it. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, I I know I did mine and it's time to move on to someone else. Mm-hmm. But I am gonna give just a real quick because we're not gonna discuss it. I'm just Okay. A, a cover that I someone showed me at the trail that just blew me away uh, was a cover of Black Sabbath's War Pigs mm. done by T Pain. Wow! Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, just 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 Google it. It's right. it's is that the brother of Tapal? It is not. <laughs> but but with that in mind, we are going to UPC next. T-Pain. Okay, T-Pain. I am going to go out on a limb and say there are certain covers that are better than the original. Mm. And one yes. that I'm going to uh, state right now is uh, by Cowboy Junkies, and it's Sweet Jane. Mm. Oh, 100%. I think that version is way better than the Velvet Underground version. Yeah. In fact, there are other covers of Velvet Underground tunes that are better than the Velvet Underground ones, but this is the one I'm, I'm going well, with. Well, the ability to sing immediately improves the cover. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. But there's a certain, uh, there's a certain uh, pathos to it that not, the original... Not a Reed fan? <laughs> Great songwriter. Oh my God. However. But, he, but his, yeah, his vocal is, is so flat and two-dimensional mm. it's just i think it was supposed to be i think it was it's, supposed I to do. be too but i haven't heard but him sing an aria so i still think he probably can't really sing it just doesn't but i would work. take his career but cowboy junkies took that song and really 
made it evocative, whereas the original is very flat and plastic. Yeah, understood. Um, oh no, no, agreed. Yeah, yeah, no. no very emotive. Version is very emotive. Awesome. So that's that's, and I want to hear everyone to, uh, uh, claiming, supporting some cover that is better than the original. Yeah, well, I just did. I have it. I I I. No, I you're chose. next. Okay, what you have one too? Oh, oh wow, fantastic! Oh, yeah. right. next? This is no. Is I, that what you decided? No, and I explain why. He said he wanted to hear. Explain why, also. And not he to say I like it better. Up, so he's next. Robert's Rules of Order. <laughs> he was next. I recognize, I recognize the esteemed. God, uh, I can keep track. There's only four of us, and I only drink two drinks a night now. It's true. It's I yield true. my time to the esteemed. Uh, but to me, it's uh, always nice. I I, across I, the aisle. I thank the right honorable gentleman from somewhere we will, will not be mentioned. Uh, so, you know, by, by, by the way, everyone, next week we are implementing a dress code. Everyone has to wear formal wear. That's fantastic. Go ahead. All right. Wait, so, um, does a tuxedo t shirt count? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Woo, that works out. So, um, so just very briefly, I'm with you all on the, the sing, there are singer songwriters who are better at songwriting than they are necessarily performing. Um, and it's, that doesn't mean they're not good performers. John Prine, I think, is outstanding. I think um, uh, uh, Lyle Lovett is outstanding. Um, but, but the song I'm going to go with is one of these people. And also, like, J.D. Souther, definitely a good performer, but co-wrote and wrote a bunch of songs with the, that everybody knows, um, and you just Never. don't know that he was, yeah, that he was just part of, smartass, that, <laughs> that he was part of, um, and, and, and Bob Dylan, I don't really enjoy Bob Dylan's performances, but he, but he can write songs. Well, yeah. Um, oh, and so, God, he's a and so, figure. right. So my favorite that I think is much better than the original is, um, Joni Mitchell has a song called This Flight Tonight. And by the way, our crack team of researchers looked up John Prine and the, the genre that they place him in is country folk. There you go. And, and, and that makes some sense to me. And I don't, you know, it, to me, it's like. This sounds good. I don't. I'm not worried about. But it definitely sounds folky and definitely sounds country. So it makes at least a little sense. But in a way, people like that, like Randy Newman, John yeah. Prine, Chris Christopherson, sure, Joni Mitchell, all these people. Mm-hmm. They Carol Carol King. They all end up in a a dark place of sales and marketing, right? Because. Mm-hmm. They don't fit because into it's right. a genre. They do not fit right. They and, don't. And they it's can't a square be promoted in in certain it's ways. It's true, and that's a sad and that's a sad marketing yeah. thing. But but they fortunately they they all sold lots of records too. Yeah. So but there's a Joni Mitchell song called "This Flight Tonight," um, which is she performs just her and her guitar, and it's very much a folk song. And Nazareth, holy Nazareth, really? has. A cover Jesus of this, Christ. this flight tonight, <laughs> and it is rocking. If you're a runner and you're looking for a running song, put put this flight tonight on whatever your headphone apparatus is, because it's fantastic. It is mind blowing. In fact, Nazareth, out of out of their four biggest songs, two of them are remakes. Um, Love Hurts is a remake. Yeah. Uh, and but their other two big ones are are, are holiday and um, uh, or big radio hits are holiday and hair of the dog. They, they covered. A they covered. Wait, they covered Madonna's holiday. <laughs> no, I was thinking Love Hurts. Before Love she Hurts. wrote it, Love Hurts. I thought you meant they covered like an aspirin. No. Or something. Okay. 
But but if you've not, and, and in fact, I'll even play this on occasion uh, as a as a film example or a writing example with my students. I'll play the Joni Mitchell version, and most of my students, their eyes start to roll after about thirty seconds because they're like, I don't know, and it's hard to understand what she's saying. Yeah. And then I play the Nazareth version. And they look at me like. Why did you just play me these two songs? And I say, it's the same song. And they're like, no, it's not. Like, yes, it is. Um, and, and I think it's... I think it's <laughs> right. You're Gen Zers. You'll get enough and like it. But, but that, to me, that might Shit. be the best cover Shit. ever. It, and I love the song. But, but I, I know William, though, has a counterpunch. I, Larry, I got to apologize. Mm. For? Because... We've been on the air close to an hour, and you haven't brought this up, mm. and I have held my tongue. That's why it's hard to understand. And uh, when Heidi was going to bed, I turned on YouTube inside, and I played this song for her, and I played maybe a minute of it. And I got for clumped. Yeah. For clumped. I'm going to go on to yeah, the locker. <laughs> and I'm going to say Hurt Ooh, by yes. Johnny Cash. Oh, Indeed. which is the cover of Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, and Johnny Cash did it better. And Nine Inch Nails said he owns that song now. And I watched a minute of it maybe a minute and a half of it with Heidi and then I switched over to the Nine Inch Nails uh, original and now Heidi's awake no and and oh no it it's very close okay oh it, yeah. it's I mean it's a totally different vibe right all uh, together they, they're it's a, <laughs> it's a totally, totally different, different vibe, vibe. <laughs> um but, it, it, you know, theirs is, they're playing in these minor keys, this weird sound. and the keep saying it's they. Nine Inch Nails. I, I know there's an S at the end, but it's one dude. Nine Inch Nail. What's <laughs> <laughs> Trent Reznor? No, I was minor, right! Oh my god, I was right! <laughs> a minor, key, like, wait, a minor wait a key is not a weird sound. No, it's no, the, the best sound, actually. It, the way they played it. And I said to Heidi, I go, I believe this. Look at number two. A, a B flat minor okay. is probably <laughs> the best fucking hour. key for I held <laughs> my tongue. I held my tongue. Uh, you have. You and have. I waited. Ladies and, and gentlemen at home. But you were right that it was on my list. That was The, the song was on Larry's list, but number two. he waited too long. And he waited too long. And I, I and the, the, the Trent Reznor, which I am so happy because I said, yeah, I believe that's Trent Reznor. And Heidi goes... Who is Trent Reznor? And I was like, that's Trent Reznor. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, God, I mean, Johnny Cash, uh, talk about uh, keeping the original concept, but holy Making it your own. shit. <laughs> it, it was almost like the lyrics were autobiographical from the start. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. it's like Trent Reznor wrote it thinking of Johnny Cash. Yeah. And nice. went, hey, I got an idea. So that would, that would be best cover hard, that's better than the original hard to disagree brother ever hard yeah. to disagree. and yeah, yeah. i'll probably go to sleep tonight with that song on repeat and wake up and kill myself <laughs> wake, wake up with a heroin addiction 
That is what the song is about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Did you do your uh, no. better better than the original? No. No. Oh, well, go for it. All right. So. <laughs> I haven't been listening this, to any of this. <laughs> well, you never listen to it. Um, so. Uh, long time caller. Follows yeah, 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 yeah. Minus two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Funny story, guys. None of us listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, we did. We, we, we are listening we, we to it in. now. I stopped listening it. to the podcast after the magic episode. <laughs> we, 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 we live it. And, well, okay, I listened to it. I literally have not listened to it. I didn't have to hear, the say, hear herself say the F-bomb in seven different countries. The three <laughs> continents on the way to Atlanta. That was funny. And that's She's why like, she doesn't oh, interrupt anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The fucking cat fell over the phone. <laughs> so... Uh, mine, and if anyone listening has never heard this song, you should 100% just get on YouTube, check it out. It is, and I know pretty much everyone knows this song. It's the song Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Mm. I do not know that song. Okay. I'm proud and not well, knows Klaus well, well, <laughs> know me. But the cover this was done. Pop. Was done by Amigo the Devil. Mm. And it is frigging incredible. The video and the recording are done with him sitting next to a campfire and you can hear the fire. In the recording, plug the amp into the fire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with his dog sitting there, you can smell the meaning roasting. Yeah. No, his dog got up and left. Yeah, he, he does. He does get up and leave after the But the cover is amazing, and if you watch the video, the 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 looks on his face are just it's it's just stupid. So good. So good. Yeah. Um, when you when you mentioned that song to me, I almost fell out of my chair laughing because I was thinking of um, I hope her husband dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, then uh, I went, a song, Oh a shit, that one. Oh my yeah. god. Cause uh, now the song I hope your I hope your husband dies, I did dedicate to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about George Jones? He stopped loving her today. No, no, no. no. But the interesting thing about that spoiler alert: he dies. The one that Larry's talking about, the cover by Amigo the Devil. It starts out, and and I mean he pays homage to her. I mean, there's no question about it. But being who it is that's singing, Carrie Underwood. You're going, oh, that's really pretty cool. Holy shit. Carrie Underwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I don't even know who the fuck yeah. Carrie Underwood is. but it, It's okay. I, 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 I guarantee you know the song. We'll play it real quick while we're wrapping up uh, yeah. afterwards. And No, I, no. Just, I don't just, need to. No, trust me. We're gonna, we want to. Yeah, where's the duct tape? We're gonna, you're, you're standing right there. 
You Where's the key it? grip? Oh, I, left my, I left my ball gag at home. <laughs> and, 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 no. <laughs> upstairs. And, and go, go, going on what you were talking about earlier about the kind of humorous, you know, you touched on a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. You left out one of the biggest and the best uh, ever that made a career totally out of covers, but they do punk versions of songs that you wouldn't expect. Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Oh, wow. I've never heard of them. If you've never heard of them, you should. Okay. They do such... I mean, the classics as Danny's song. The closest I can get to punk is Dead uh, Men, but that's because Mandy. they are actually funny. Wait, they do Mandy as punk? Yes. Wow, I got to hear that. They do, uh, they do... Uh, oh, wait, wait, what about... <laughs> Leaving Out of Jet Plane. Mm. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, Country Roads. Okay, uh, now, now we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I do have one quick honorable mention on that list of uh, covers Somewhere better than the original, original, and it's debatable, but it is uh, the song Kiss by Prince. Yes. Done by... Nope. Yeah, uh, him. Art the of guy. Noise. No. Art uh, of Noise with uh, yep. uh, Tom... Uh, Tom Jones. Tom Jones. There you go. He owns it. It's a Tom Jones-style oh, song. Yeah. yeah. And frankly... I it a little bit better yeah. than Prince. It's well, not unusual to like a Tom Jones. It is not unusual. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? I mean, did you know that Prince? I mean, that's so undebatable. I mean, what's new? What's but, new? Uh, I mean, come on. But but did you know that uh, Prince didn't write that song for himself? No. Prince wrote a lot of songs for other people. He, he wrote it for he, yeah. He wrote it for another band and brought them to his studio to record it. And after something like six hours of trying to record it, they couldn't do it the way he wanted so them like, to. So he's like, fuck it. yes, Move. yes, he totally, he totally, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, what you gotta do is right click here, and you gotta <laughs> And was like, nope, never mind, it's mine. Now I do I'm have a, it. I do have a question. If we have enough time, uh, a cover that was more famous than the original, but actually. Once you discover the original, you realize that the cover actually isn't that great. Mm. Ooh, I don't. That's a challenge. I'm going to start you off with "Mama Told Me Not to Come." Randy Newman's original is better than the more more famous cover. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure I've heard Randy Newman's original. Well, um, one that I've I've had in the uh, what do you call that in the uh, in the queue? Yes. Um, would probably fit that, but. Honorable mention um, before that would be Bill Medley, I'm No Angel, redone by the Greg Allman band. Right. And the Greg Allman band is way better. It's amazing. But uh, Cindy Lauper, Twill Kawas, uh, redone for Disney, I believe, by Phil Collins. And. Um, I, I don't know oh. if Cindy Lopper's is better. Well, the the best version of that song was done by Elmer Fudd. I can't argue. Oh, we, oh, oh, do we also want to do Elmer Fudd doing uh, Richard Wagner, <laughs> Kill the Wabbit? No, no, no. no. 
No, that was <clears throat> I think that was Rick Dees uh, <laughs> on his show where he Rick Dees and his cast of idiots. Yeah, yeah, where 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 he, where he did a Elmer Fudd cover of True Colors and. It was so good. <laughs> just, just, just to qualify, we're saying there's a remake that's probably more famous. It's more but famous. The original's Bob better. told me not to come. Okay, I don't easy. remember who did right. the original. Uh, I mean, the remake that was so popular. But this Randy is, Newman. I hear no the original, I'm, and it's. I, I've not heard it. I need to check it out. Okay. But this is easy for me, because when the cover came out, it made almost made my head explode. Um, Motley Crue, not a big fan. Did a remake of Smoking in the Boys' Room. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the young folk didn't yeah. know it was a remake. It was Brownsville Station. Brownsville Station. Yeah, And yeah. the Brownsville Station crushes it. Yeah. It's fantastic. In fact, the lead singer for Brownsville Station, whose name is um, escaping me, it's... Uh, Steve? No. <laughs> Steve. Jeff Mark. Station? The fact that he can actually sing and that Neil, whatever his dumb name is, can't, is also a plus. But I was just blown away that people it, it, didn't know it was a remake. Neil Vince Pierce? Neil, there you go. See, I don't care. Well, I got um, this tattoo at his tattoo there shop you go. in Las Vegas. No, if you you should. What if, year did if you, if, you, one come if, out? if your ratio from seventy four, if your ratio of hits to people killed by your band is only two, then I don't have much respect for you. Yes. Our crack team. Of, Does that include uh, transmitting hepatitis C? <clears throat> Well, the, now now we're almost at one, and then that's... A, oh, no, they problem. can heal that. They Our crack that team of researchers have come up with Randy Newman did not originally do Mama Told Me Not to Come. Okay. Three Ooh. Dog Night. Three Dog Night is the version that is more famous. But who wrote it? Oh. Well, he may have written it, but they sang it first. The Three Dog Night version is not as good as Randy Newman's version. I believe okay. he then that wrote make his I believe cover, he wrote it, though. What? If they recorded it first, that but would if he wrote it, ever. okay. The other thing is, okay, so it's on his album called Twelve Songs. We have a conundrum, and that album is a. It was not recorded as a session, right? It's a bunch of recordings that he did. Think about you know early Pink Floyd, where you've got uh, a saucer full of secrets and stuff. Sure, where sure. it's like these are actually just a bunch of singles, and they put them together as an album. I believe 12 Songs by Randy Newman, which is his first album released in 72, something like that. Um, you just may have come just up a with a collection right. of just things that he recorded, not in one session to be an album. I hear you. No, and you may have just come up with a, a slight yeah. oddity, which is yeah. interesting. All right. Like a space oddity? No. <laughs> no, not Although. like that. Uh, so, what we're going to do now. We're, we, it, it, it's time to wrap things up. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do now, we're going to go around. If you had any more on your list, we're going to just lightning them out. We're not going to talk about them. We're not going to give, uh, uh, you know, anything extra. I'm looking at you, UPC. Oh, that's all right. Uh, just a list. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and go first because I have my handy-dandy iPhone, uh, and I'm really, uh, I'm really kind of sad we didn't get to talk about this one. Uh, the man who sold the world, uh, Nirvana's cover, which was really good, but Bowie's is better. Um, the Boys of Summer by the Ataris. Uh, Not bad. Not bad at all. It's a Don Henley song, and apparently he's very litigious 
He is. Over uh, covering uh, Stokel Crazy, uh, Queen Song, uh, covered by Metallica. Pretty good. Did a really good job. That song uh, sped up about four times. Uh, really worked. Um, and then my last one is also a Queen cover. Uh, Get Down, Make Love, uh, covered by Nine Inch Nails, off of uh, Broken. Bill? I'm out. You got I nothing got else? no more. Nothing, like, all right. I've drawn, uh, shooting blanks, drawing blanks. Well, maybe, maybe I should have finished with you then, but okay. Well, you uh, UBC? Okay. Uh, the David Bowie stuff uh, just triggered something. We didn't even talk about this. Covers in foreign languages. We did not. Seo Giorgi, who was prominently featured on the soundtrack. Yeah, we're not talking about stuff. Just soundtrack to Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Doing the Brazilian kind of bossa nova covers of all of these David Bowie tunes in Portuguese. Right. Amazing. Yes. Translating the lyrics and turning the style to a uh, Brazilian guitar bossa nova style. So brilliant, and of course, Wes Anderson movies, you know, they have their own magical world they live in. It was perfect. So, let's not forget about foreign language covers of tunes. I do yep. not. Excellent. All right, well, I, it's hard for me to talk about music without making this mention, but um, when Rush was in, inducted into the... Oh, we knew Rush was going to Well, there you go. The Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame... They had uh, this fella, and whose name I forget, um, my apologies, um, perform their song, Subdivisions. And he became noted on YouTube because he performed Subdivisions on a roof of a building, um, playing guitar, put some guitar parts on loops, played out the guitar, it was mainly acoustic. Uh, and it's this wonderful rendition of this, you know, this heavy rock tune, um, but it also showed off Rush's songwriting chops which is why they asked this guy to perform it which if i was that guy i'd probably just fainted and then lastly for those of you who are freddie mercury fans there is this wonderful compilation album um called messenger of the gods the singles uh it's it's 97 minutes of music there's 20 something songs on it freddie wrote half of them and the other half were covers and it's just a remarkable thing so if you're looking for some more freddie because i always am um check that out all right no comment one song yep all on the watchtower jimmy hendrix uh, over bob dylan <laughs> yeah 100 percent um and uh uh was it bear mccreary Put it in uh, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> nice. Oh, so good. Um, but I, I, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I cannot wrap it up without mentioning uh, one uh, from my wife, which would my be wife. which would be Three Eleven's cover of Love Song, which oh, is yeah, just it's really good. It's very good. Um, not as good as the Cure. It's not as good as the Cure. I'm not, I'm not saying it's better, but it's a really good cover. Uh, and as not a fan of 311, sorry guys, uh, it, it, it is really good. But on that note, 
We're going to go around. Everyone's going to say goodbye. Bill? Uh, <laughs> uh, goodbye, Bill. Going to see Depeche Mode in a week. Paul? Uh, I just want to say goodbye. I think we just all want to just give a general shout out to Ferg. Ferg. We love you, Ferg. Okay. UBC? Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. And for me, uh, goodbye, everyone. Yes, uh, Ferg, uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Uh, take care. Fuck any fuck, 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 fuck.